Good morning. Good morning. Dumalang kunjan. Eh, goeiemorgen. I've got something to share with you this morning. It's the power of praise. The power of praise. When last did you exercise the power of praise? The power of praise that elevates you into the presence and into the power of God Almighty. To sing praise, my soul. Praise the Lord Almighty. Hmm? When last did you and I really praise the Lord and experienced the presence and the power of God? Let's see what the word of the Lord tells us. Oh, Holy Spirit, this morning, I want to ask you, please, show me through your word how to praise your name. Amen. In Psalm 89, verse 15, I discovered this wonderful verse. Blessed is the people who know the joyful sound of praise. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. Blessed is the people who know the joyful sound, the power of praise. They shall walk. O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. O bless the Lord, O my soul, with all that is in me. I want to bring gratitude to you, Lord God. And I want to bring all my praise and all my worship to you. Because I want to experience something that Paul and Silas experienced as it's recorded in Acts chapter 16, verse 23 to 26, which says, And when they had laid many stripes upon Paul and Silas, they were beaten. They cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely in the inner prison. Who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison, and made their feet fast in the stocks, and at midnight, here it comes, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners in prison heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loosed. That's the story. Acts chapter 16, verse 23 to 26. The Bible's story begins with the unjust arrest of Pilate or Paul and Silas because they had cast the spirit of a, uh, out of a girl who had a, a spirit of a demon 
and the local Philippian authorities beat them and then threw them into a jail cell into the inner prison. And besides the trauma of the severe beating, they were fastened in stocks, which clamped their arms and legs in an immobile position, causing cramps and loss of circulation of blood. And the atmosphere there was depressing. It was terrible. And according to the standards of the day, a prison was more like the resemblance of a dungeon, a dark, damp, stench-ridden place with no facility for waste or comforts of any kind yet. And this is the story. The power of praise yet, in spite of the throbbing pain in their bodies and this disheartening atmosphere when, in their darkest hour, Scripture says, at midnight, Paul and Silas were heard praying and singing praises to God. What a strange sound this must have been to the other prisoners in jail, who were used to only hearing the groans or cursings of those who had been beaten. And then, Acts 16 says, suddenly there was an earthquake, quake, an earthquake that shook the prison, and the doors flung open. And amazingly, the bonds of Paul and Silas and every other prisoner in the prison were released. Now the question is, what on earth, what caused, what caused this mighty discharge of power? I want to ask the question again, and ask this question in your own personal situation, whatever it may be. As God's child, by the grace of Jesus, what caused the mighty discharge of God's power? In Acts chapter 16, praying and singing praises to God. That's the simple answer. Praying and singing praises to God. You know what? They discovered that praise elevates you into God's presence and into the realm of God's almighty power. You've got that. What caused this mighty discharge of power in Acts 16? Praying and singing praises to God. Because Paul and Silas discovered praise elevated them into God's presence and into the realm of the almighty power of God. What is praise? Praise to God is not only just singing. Praise to God is a lifestyle. Praise to God, as the Latin says, is a quorum deo. It's coming into the presence of the living God. Praise sends the enemy running. Praise elevates me into God's presence and into the realm of the almighty power. Now, Paul and Silas knew the secret of how to lift their hearts above their troubles. How to lift their hearts above their troubles. And then to enter into God's presence and into the realm of the power, the almighty power, of the Almighty God. We sing a song. It's an old, old hymn. Praise the Lord, the Almighty. You know, through praise and worship, 
Paul and Silas's hearts were raised into the joyous presence and into the peace of God Almighty. And praise provided God a channel for His power to, to operate in their circumstances. Through praise and worship, your hearts can be raised, uplifted, elevated into the joyous presence and peace of God Almighty. And praise and worship provides God a channel for His almighty power to operate in your circumstance. The Bible says that God inhabits the praises of His people in Psalm 22 verse 3. In other words, God dwells, He resides, He lives in the atmosphere of He's praise, yeah. This means that praise is not merely a reaction from coming into His presence. Praise is a vehicle of faith grounded in God's holy word, which brings us into the presence and the power of God. Praise and worship, I even want to say, is the gate pass, which allows us to enter the sacredness of God's glory and holiness. The psalmist writes in Psalm 100 verse 4, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name, says Psalm 100 verse 4. And you know this corresponds with Jesus' teaching that his presence will inhabit the gathering of believers who congregate in his name because in Matthew 18 verse 20 it says, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there Am I in the midst of them? Matthew 18, verse 20. A gathering in Jesus' name means that Jesus must be the focus, the center of that coming together in worship and in fellowship. Jesus must be the one preached about. Not like in so many situations and churches, yeah, Perhaps the pastors and the Duomnis are fast asleep now. They won't hear this. But you and I can hear this. Do not preach about any other thing but God's holy word. When, when we gather in His name means that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, must be the focus and through His grace we may enter in thanksgiving and praise into the presence and the power and the peace of God Almighty. Not to preach about this and that and these and those and little uh, motivation of this and this and that. No. I will declare thy name, says Hebrews 2 verse 12. I will declare thy name unto my brothers in the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee says Hebrews 2 verse 12. Take it to heart. And perhaps that's one of the reasons why so many congregations in the body of Christ rather believe in this or that or those or these than in the Word of God. Consequently, Jesus Christ's presence 
when I declare his name in the midst of the church and sing praises unto him as Hebrews 2 verse 12 says. Jesus Christ's presence along with his anointing is it's, it's, it's manifested in the fellowship. You will, you will, you will know. We sing a song in, 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 in the church I belong to, the Dutch Reformed Church. God is hier teenwoordig, laat ons biddend nader. God, you are present here. Let us prayerfully come nearer to you. Nearer, my God. You. Have you ever noticed when gifts of the Spirit operate in a church service, the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit usually becomes evident subsequent to a time of worship and praise, something that is incomprehensible by my human mind, and something that praise and worship is a response after the Holy Spirit moves upon them. However, it's the other way around. God's presence responds when we move upon Him with worship. And lifting up Jesus Christ through praise and worship, it invokes the Lord's presence and the power to flow in our midst. What is praise? Praise is to compliment, to applaud, to clap, to cheer, to commend, to applaud, to magnify, to make bigger the name of God. To make it very simplistic, at a wedding, at a wedding many a times, Champagne is poured into beautiful champagne flute glasses or that old English beautiful larger champagne glasses. And then we toast the bride and the bridegroom. The bride and the bridegroom, they are toast with a glass of champagne. And that is the most simplest form of praising to commend, to compliment, to congratulate, to cheer, to toast the bride and the bridegroom, as we say, cheers. <laughs> With all the respects to honor the Lord God, in the simplest meaning praise means to cheer, to clap to applaud, to congratulate, to compliment, to commend, to toast God, to applaud Him and magnify Him. For the Christian praise to God is an expression of worship, lifting up and glorifying the Lord God Almighty. It's an expression of humbling yourself, and centering your attention upon the Lord with heartfelt expression of love and adoration and thanksgiving. High praises bring my spirit into, into the fellowship. That's the top. What is the word in English? The pinnacle. The pinnacle of fellowship and intimacy between myself and God when I praise God. It magnifies my awareness of 
my spiritual union with the Most High Almighty God, Creator of the universe, when I praise Him. You know, I get goose flesh on my bliss when I just say these words right now. Praise transports me into the realm of the supernatural and into the power of Almighty God, the Creator of heaven and earth. Psalm 89 verse 15, as I earlier read, says, Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound of praise. They shall walk. O Lord, where will they walk? They will walk in the light of your countenance. And there are many actions involved with praising God. Verbal expressions, talking, Adoration, thanksgiving, singing, playing instruments, shouting, dancing, uh, lifting up or clapping of hands, or coming in front of the Lord God, just lying down on your stomach with outstretched hands, your face down on the floor. When you do not have any words, just, just praising God in the quietness of being in front of the Lord. I said it the other day again, I had a professor at the University of Stellenbosch, way back. And he's gone to be the Lord, to be with the Lord many years ago. And I still remember throughout my whole ministry and life, his words to us as young theological students at the seminary at the University of Stellenbosch, way back. When he used to say, Meneere, wanneer jy nie weet wat om te sê, gaan le jy plat op jou maag met uitgestrekte hande jou kop na onder en wees stil voor God. Ambit God, prijs sy naam dier net stil voor hom te le. There are times, when the clapping or the lifting of hands, the dancing, the shouting, the playing of instruments or singing, or even the adoration and thanksgiving, does not befit the situation you may be in. Perhaps in a situation where you have lost so much, so many, someone, and you do not know how to walk, in the light of the presence of the Lord God is then when praise and worship also comes in the form of just being quiet be still and know that I am God says the psalmist true praise is not merely going through motions it's not the hypocrisy of the Pharisees whose worship was only an outward show and not from the heart. O oh Lord God, here I am this morning. Give me the experience of the power of praising you to be blessed to walk in your light. And like Paul, to discover that even at midnight, praise lifts me up and elevates me into 
your presence and your power. Amen and Amen.